On this episode of This Is Game Boy, yes, it's finally the Dragonheart episode. Welcome back, everybody. So, we are finally recording the Dragonheart episode to give Mo and EBC one more week off. They deserve it, I think. Um, so, this week it's going to be me and my beautiful co-host, Petra. Hello. And we'll start off just like uh, we always do, talking about what we've been up to and what we've been playing. Recently, over the last year, I picked up uh, Super Smash Bros. Melee as a... Uh, just a side hobby, a new game to pick up, because Petra has been playing it for a long time, and I wanted to pick it up as well. And just the other week, I won my very first bracket. There was only three other people in it, but I will still take that. And I finally bought Civ Six like, seven years after it came out, but I told everybody when it was under $20, I would buy it, and it was under $20, and I bought it. But the problem is, I just play that game like SimCity. I don't think I've ever built an attacking unit ever. I just try to build a city as big as I can, and then Genghis Khan shows up and runs me over every time. And Petra and I together have been trying to beat all of the Mario parties. We have gotten nowhere in any of them, because whenever we play one board on one, we decide to switch to the next one, but we're steadily making progress. And Petra, what are you doing up to? Uh, playing a lot of Melee. I got in, like back into it around the same time Legs did. Uh, I play Fox, um, I, I also run a tournament for my, my region since, because of COVID, there's, like, no tournaments. We didn't really get any back, like, earlier this year, so it's just kind of been online for the past, like, year and a half, and I've been running them every week, um, which is pretty fun, and it's, it's a good excuse to, uh, get good matches versus, like, really good people. Um, which is the main reason I, like, keep doing it. Because e even if there are, like, less people, I still get to play good people who are better than me and get that experience. Gave us the opportunity to meet everybody who's local in the scene as well, despite us not being allowed to see anybody. Yeah, keeping it region locked, like, builds a, a sense of community, even though, like, we're all, like, separated and can't go to tournaments or see each other at tournaments and stuff. Um, and so, yeah, I've been doing that, um... Uh, I live in Nova Scotia now, so I, uh, it's nice here, I like it here, um, uh, but I don't work or anything, I just, I, I'm just at home because I'm waiting to become a permanent resident, and because of COVID and everything, I don't feel like I'd want, want to work in, like, most places I could work right now, so, um, I'm just, like, at home playing Melee, you know, doing stuff like that. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Minecraft recently on a server, and building spooky stuff. I learned how to do like do like really like elementary redstone stuff and built this really loud noise machine underneath someone's house, which was cool. I have seen some of the things she's been building. They're just like big towers for their ominous spikes and then just like these deep booming sound machines that she buries under people's houses. Yeah. The dripstone is so cool. And all the new like I don't even know if they're new blocks, but like uh, Blackstone and, and Deep Slate, they, you can turn them into like really nice looking uh, blocks, which is cool. The most recent one I built was like 
it, it has a junk puzzle on top of it built out of amethyst blocks and it's built out of like deep slate tiles and it looks like a cool monolith. People keep asking me what my wife is building and I don't know what to tell them. <laughs> yeah, everyone else just builds like really nice looking stuff and I just build like uh, spooky weird looking stuff. Right now I'm also trying to make the, like recreate the sun with magma <laughs> blocks and like glowstone blocks and stuff. I want to build it and make it like really big so that when you look up at the sky, you just see that. Um, I've also been playing Arena of Kings, which is like, if you've ever played World of Warcraft PvP, like 3v3 Arena, it's literally just that. It's just only the PvP aspect of it. There's no PvE or any stuff like that. So you just queue up with like random people and play. There's like a bunch of classes and they have like really stuff really similar to World of Warcraft. Like they have they have a uh, Paladin bubble. They have like Cyclone. They have uh, I don't know all all the stuff you'd expect. They have like execute and they have trinkets and they have like the the arena with the pillars so you could stand behind them and try to uh, restore mana. It's like literally a really good recreation of like uh, Wrath of the Lich King. Or, like, Cataclysm, old-style arena stuff. Um, I don't know what, what World of Warcraft arena is like now, but that's what I'm used to, is, like, TBC, Wrath, Cataclysm, arena. Uh, and it recreates it, like, really well. And it's free. It's, like, you can you can buy stuff to increase your character slots, but it's completely free on Steam, which is cool. I don't know anything about World of Warcraft, and I've been watching her play this for, like, the first, like, three hours, and I thought she was playing RuneScape. Yeah, it, it's not... It's, like, not... It's not like it's third person like wow, but it's like lower quality graphics, kind of like OSRS. You you get that same kind of like uh feel point of view as OSRS and it's like kind of similar graphics quality. It's like a little bit better. Like it's not as jagged and stuff, but it's very similar uh in in like quality to OSRS. And it's just a mashing game. Well, it's not really mashing, but it's like, it's, it's, buttons there, there's buttons so much are getting stuff. Pressed fast. There's so much stuff, you, and there's like 13 classes, so there's a lot of stuff going on. So coming up, we're going to be talking about Dragonheart for the Game Boy, based on the 1996 film Dragonheart, starring Dennis Quaid of Parent Trap fame. Oh, oh, I completely forgot. This game also only has one song. It's played during the title screen, during every single level, and then also during the credits. So, in enjoy that! Welcome back, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that song. I think it has at least at least seven notes, so you can enjoy that much. So we're gonna go over the general overview of the game now, and then uh, well, and then I'm gonna go through a little bit more detailed about how each of these levels are because the 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 like overlap between the game and the movie is like there's a lot of what there is to enjoy about this. 
So, this game was released in 1996 to coincide with the release of the movie Dragonheart. It was also coincided with, like, 12 other releases of this game on every platform you can imagine. Um, it was developed by Taurus Games, though, makers of other Smash GB hits like Beavis and Butthead and Jurassic Park and that one really awful Stargate game. Um, it was published by Acclaim, as I think all three of those other games were as well. I... I couldn't begin to imagine who composed these seven notes together, but whoever did it, they did a good job. It's like, it's only the same thing over and over again, but if you only hear it, like, once, like, it's not, it's not a bad rendition. No. But this guy sat down for, like, an hour and a half, got this bit out, and he was like, I'm exhausted my genius. The genre is a little more complicated. One of the most attractive things about this game is how, not how good it is, but how unique it is. It's very, very close to, like, trying to play it how you would, like, imagine an Elder Scrolls demake on a Game Boy would be. You are first person, like, exploring this free world, like, accepting quests from people you run into. Except you explore the world through, like... Those old first-person dungeon crawlers where you're, like, constantly just staring at the wall that's directly in front of you and you're at the drought where you're going on grid paper, which, for the record, is what I did for all of these levels when I mapped this game out. Um, but, like, with, like, a, with like a touch of point-and-click adventure as you, like, enter in and out of all of the different levels, like, if you had to translate all of the different things, or a few of the things from modern uh, Elder Scrolls games back to a Game Boy, you would probably end up with something similar to this. Um, but before we get into details of the game, first you need to know what Dragonheart is. So, the game is based off the 1996 film Dragonheart, and I'm going to let Petra explain to you roughly how it goes. Yeah, so the main guy, Dennis Quaid, his character's name is Bowen, and he hates all the dragons. Um, he hates them so bad. He hates dragons, and he, he likes to kill dragons. Um, but the uh, the king of the um, the, the king of this land that they that they occupy this nondescript northern England. <laughs> yeah, he he was like injured as a, a young king, so they took him to a dragon and had his. Uh, they gave him a dragon heart so he could, like, or half of the dragon's heart so that he could be healed and survive. But having this dragon heart has made him evil. It, it's His name is King Ainan, and he's, like, grown up to be this evil king who's enslaved lots of people and stuff like that. Um, uh, but eventually Bowen finds that dragon. Um, I don't know if it's just by chance or if, there was, if he was hunting the dragon, but they fight... They have their, like, I think titular... it's like he was the last dragon left, and he's like, I'm coming for you. I've heard that you exist, yeah. Sean Connery. The dragon is Sean Connery, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So he he hunts this dragon down, finds this dragon, and then they have their actual fight. But it just... I mean, the movie's like a comedy. Like, it, it's not serious at all. So the fight just includes, like, various ridiculous things happening, like... The dragon gets its tail stuck in, like, some wood. It's very and goofy. eventually Bowen gets in the dragon's mouth, and he's holding the dragon's mouth up so he he can't, like, close it and kill him or something. 
the dragon is good. Like he's like in the dragon's mouth with his sword up, so the dragon oh, can't yeah, bite sword. down. Yeah, yeah, because so they're like will... both trapped yeah. in this situation and for then... like ever. So they just decide that they will be friends, and then they the rest of the movie is them like they scam people, and then like the dragon gets taken or something, and they have to storm the castle and you know fight King Ainan. Bowen very quickly goes from, I must defeat all the dragons and defend the land, to, I bet me and this dragon can scam a lot of people out of some money. Yeah, they like, they like, it's, it's like they go to this village and they're like, I'll kill this dragon that's taking all your, your livestock and... They just run away with like the money that they get. Yeah, they're in like <laughs> for some reason. The I don't dragon know why. Pretends to I don't know why the, the dragon. I think his name was Draco or Drago. Yeah, he has no incentive to be uh, doing any of it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's just a dragon, <laughs> and he's like, "All right, let's get him." <laughs> so it, like it like the game like kind of roughly follows Very the movie, but roughly. it it basically it takes the. The idea of a game where Bowen <laughs> upholds the old code and kills all the dragons, and then that's it. It's it has Bowen and Ainan and Drago, and that's it. And they decide that the game's gonna be a different story. It's altogether. like the developers didn't get to see the movie. It's like they had to make it to coincide with the release of the movie. So somebody like gave them a phone call, like somebody called them on Skype, like like six months before this movie came out, and they were like. There's a guy, he hates dragons, he's gonna kill all the dragons, and then he's like, and then they gotta kill the king, and also, they they scanned some people. And then they were like, alright, we can, we can run with that, we can run with that. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it does. It roughly follows the plot of the first movie, but, like, there's, there's so many more dragons in the game than there is in the movie. Like, there is one dragon in the movie, and it's Sean Connery. There are several dragons in this game... One of which is named, despite none of, none of the other ones being B, but I'll, I'll get into that now. I'm going to roughly go over the levels, and I'll, t I'll explain to you how they coincide with the movie. So level one starts, and it, it does what a good level one does. It teaches you, like, the, like, aspects of the game. And there are two main aspects to this game. One, talking to absolutely every living human being that you see. And two, backtracking everywhere you've been a hundred times. In this first level, you have to get a sword, kill a dragon. Makes sense. Seems like a thing to do in Dragonheart. You're learning the game or whatever. So the way you need to get the you need to get a sword. You 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 say you wander around. There's two one of two things you can run into. You run into a guy who's planting turnips, and you can go down that quest route, which gets you nothing. It just ends and nothing happens. It's just a waste of time. Or you can go the other way and you go into the town. You enter the town. You go to the blacksmith. Blacksmith's like. Your sword is a piece of garbage. I'll give you a good sword if you give me some money. It costs two coins, whatever a coin is. And now, how do you think our great hero Bowen would earn the coins to be able to get himself a sword? Go and fight something that's, like, small? Go and do a quest for somebody and deliver something to them? No. He begs. There's only one other human being in this entire map, and it's a monk that you beg to give you some money, and then he gives you some money. I don't know. I don't know where the incentive for this came from. There's nothing like this anywhere in the movie, but it's fine. It's fine. It's like a prequel. Cool. Then you use the sword. You go. You buy your sword. You use the sword that you get. You wander into the second half of the game, which is first-person dungeon mazes that are always either a cave, a dungeon, or a forest. 
you get to the end of it. At the end of it, there's a dragon. You fight him in the goofiest crab battle. You, so when you get to the one, so the only thing that you fight in this game is dragons. No, you fight people at the end. But all the yeah, fights play yeah. out the exact same way, and the most thing you fight is the dragons at the end. And you, so the only one, the only way to fight them and actually win is you can like block and do things like this, but none of this is useful. Useful. All you do is as soon as the match starts, you hold forward, you walk straight into the dragon until you can't move anymore, and then you mash and you wiggle that little candlestick that you have in front of you until the dragon falls down, and it just works 100% of the time. Except for one dragon where it works 80% of the time. So, that's how you kill the dragon, he collapses down, boom, level 2 starts, it's called something. So, in level 2, it, this is, it actually mildly lines up with the movie. I wouldn't say it lines up with the movie. There's a character in level 2 that exists in the movie. So, at first you start this uh, level, just like every other level, it starts and you gotta find the dragon to kill. And so the first thing you run into is this lady in her house, and she's like, Good God, my husband has tried to go kill the dragon, go save him. Which, you go stop him, and it's very convincing. Um, and then you have to go to the town, you talk to Felton, who's somebody who's actually from the movie, who's just like a jerk you run into who runs a town. Um, you go back and forth between this town and other places, like six times, until you eventually tell him, up yours, steal an axe, kick down a broken barricade to a forest, and go kill another dragon. Just classic hero stuff. Then, level three starts, and it's like, cool, we've lined up with the movie, like, we got through the first level, we met somebody from the movie, we're gonna go through the plot now. No. Level three is where things immediately go completely off the rails. Out of no, it's like, they had absolutely no material for this game, they realized, after level one, and, or level two, and they're just like, we need to start putting things into here. So, you go back and forth between the same two locations 50 times to make oatmeal for an old man. None of this happens, none of this happens in the movie. This level is so long. You're just going back and forth, he needs some sugar. You go get the sugar, you bring it back, he needs some raisins. You get the raisins, you bring it back, he needs a spoon to eat it with. You do this like a hundred times before he tells you where the dragon is. And how do you go and get these items? Do you go on a quest to discover them because you don't know where they are? No, you go to the same person in the only other house that exists and you beg for them. Just like classic hero Bowen, he begs for them. And, and, the, and the thing with this, with this like fetch quest that they make you do is that you oh have to God. say like the right things in the text with these characters or they'll just kick you out oh, and yeah. you have to restart it over and it's over It's not again. like just go to the house and mash A. <laughs> if you say, give me the sugar instead of give me the sugar please, so help you God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And in between the two places that you have to run back and forth, there's just one guy who wanders around at random who has an incredibly long dialogue sequence. Yeah, and so the yeah. entire time when you're running back and forth, you're just, you have your fingers crossed that he's not going to be in your way when you're trying to do a speedrun of this game. Finally, finally this man gets his, like, meal the way he wants to eat it. He tells you where the dragon is, and you go, unsurprisingly, murder the dragon. And then, level four. So, still completely off the rails, nothing to do with anything that's been in the movie yet. You start by freeing some wanted fugitive in the middle of the woods who's been left in the stocks by some town that's occupied by the king. Then you go trick the world's dumbest guard into releasing the town folk just by telling him to, like, look the other way. Now, the, the overlap between the film and this game is just, there's a character and his name is Bowen. 
that's it. There weren't any other dragons in the movie. Like, but again, still, you go, at now that you freed people from this town, you just go kill another dragon. He wasn't mentioned in this level up to this point, but we gotta get one in at the end anyway. Now, level five, if you can believe it, if you can believe that the oatmeal man was not the low point of this game, this is the most nonsensical level yet. You run into, this is a part, I have a lot of problems with this. You run in, so the first thing you do, you spawn in this level, you walk, there's a town in front of you, you walk in. And you're like, oh, everybody is dying of thirst. Like, like wallowing in the streets, like actually dying. Like hung over the well, there's some people in there like, like dying like in their beds and their children are trying to take after them now. And the, the only issue is that they don't have any water. And so it's like, well, geez, here's a, there's a well right in the middle of the town. And so it's like, well, is, the, is the well dry? Is the well poison? You go click on the well to check it out. And of all things that could be wrong, they don't have a bucket. They had, this town had a single bucket, and they've lost it. And so now they're all just, they're, 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 now they've just all resigned themselves to die. They don't have a bowl. They don't have a cup that can tie a string around. They don't have a, they don't have a hat that could duck down there. Nothing. They're all just going to die. So you go out and you, like, like in most of these levels, you walk outside and you talk to the only other human being that's around. And this character that, I, now I didn't name him this. This is his name in the game, he lets you know. Buckethead is a man who has a bucket on his head just outside of town. You convince him that he needs a hat instead of a bucket. You, unsurprisingly, go back and forth to the town to buy him, to buy him a hat, trade him the hat for the bucket, and miraculously, you've saved the town. And he has an extremely long dialogue thing, too. His oh is like God. His is like 11 or 12 different choices deep or something. Yeah, and if you get <laughs> any of them wrong, he's just like, no, I like my bucket. And it's, it's awful. Anyway, he never even comes back to the town. You just convince him to give you the bucket. And then when you talk to him again, there's still like one picture on his head. And he still has the bucket on, even though apparently you got it from him. But whatever, that's fine. So, you go back to the town now, you got the bucket, miraculous, this is the most heroic thing you've done so far, we are more than halfway through this game, and the most heroic thing this man has done is find a bucket, but this can't be the, he's saving the town, that, that's not a way to end a level, you know what the way to end a level is, kill a dragon, but, no, surprise of all things, you don't kill this dragon, we finally meet the dragon from the movie, where, where, like, you team up with him and now you're gonna go fight the king or whatever after you scam some people. The last dragon that's supposed to be alive of all time. So it's like, cool, we've met the dragon. Now we've synced up with the movie. So then, instead, instead of killing him, when he gets down to, like, one health, you go through the scene from the movie where you, like, hug it out and then become friends. So now, level six, like, I want level six to be the level that's based on the movie, finally. But it's so so laughably loosely connected to the movie so the first thing that happens in the movie now is they go and scam that town they go to this town full of people and they're like oh what's up and then they trick them into thinking that the uh dragon is attacking them and then they trick them into thinking that he killed the dragon and they get a bag full of money for rescuing the town and they leave but in this level the first town you run into they're like portrayed as some like meat addicted cannibals yeah they're like they you for you run into this pig that they want to capture and eat and if you don't bring them the pig they just eat you like it's it's off the wall and so you have to bring them the pig then you get like a piece of the pig to bring a guard 
to get the dumbest people in the world to be a guard for every single one of these jail cells. You, like, wave a drumstick at him to get your buddy out of, out of uh, jail. And then as soon as you get him out of jail, what do you do? What do you, your buddy that you got out of jail, and what is apparently the last dragon left alive, what do you guys go do? You go kill a dragon. Because apparently that's not, that's not the only one that's left, and every level has to end with you killing a dragon. So you just go into a forest and kill another unnamed dragon. How Draco is even fine with this? How Sean Connery is like, he's just like, yeah, man, go into the forest. I'll see you later. I don't know what you guys are doing in there. I'll see you in, fucking, I'll see you in 40 minutes. <laughs> so you kill your other dragon. Great. Now we go into level seven. So at the very, very end of this game, we finally line up with the movie. You run around. This is actually a fun quest. You have to run around to all the different people that exist in this field. You go in any order you want, and you have to convince them to come join the fight to, like, kill the king. And there's lots of different dialogue trees. There's lots of different ways to convince them. Depending on the order that you get them, you have different trees. It's a very interesting level. Very fun. That's the first half of the level, though. So that's the, after the first half of the level, you've collected everybody, and then you and the, like, seven people who exist as all of the pheasants in this world decide to go kill the king now but like the second half of this level is not killing the king the second half of this level is some strange side quest about you meeting a man who has a horn that can summon dragons oh yeah so which you blow to summon a dragon to murder yeah again we we're on our way to kill the king we have collected people the dragon is with me and i have to stop to kill this one more dragon here and then level eight, level eight is actually like, it's like they planned the first and last level and they were like, oh God, we have to make six more levels in between this thing. Because the last level is actually like pretty good at like lining up with the movie and it's like actually pretty yeah, fun. Yeah. You, have to run, you have to run through the castle and fight the guards, which is something that happens in the movie. And then like at the end of the movie, you're like running up this spiral staircase that's yeah. like in a tower, you know what I mean? Like that exists in like castles. And so they replicate in that thing in the game where you're like keep running in this circle chasing after Ainan doing a little bit more damage in each fight. And then you finally stab him. And then when you kill the king, the, the dragon dies as well because they're linked because they're hearts. And then he gets to go to dragon heaven. And then the in game space, ends. In space, yeah. It's in space. It's very beautiful. They, start, they turn into stars or something. <laughs> Which finally ends <laughs> Bowen's honorable mission of killing every dragon that exists. It's like almost like it's almost like killing the king was secondary, and it's like now I've got the last one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, if anything, they like more accurately portrayed Bowen, who loves killing dragons. In yeah, the movie, honestly, he did very little dragon killing. In the movie, they just talked about how many dragons he killed, but he never did it. But if you are if you watch this movie and you're like, there was not nearly enough dragon killing for I was promised this dragon killer, play the Game Boy game. Yeah, you really get your bang for your buck. Yeah, I don't know anything about the end of the other games, but if you like crab battling dragons and dropping them dead, then this is the game for you. <laughs> and so, before we go, I just want to quickly discuss the the cover art. There's only one cover art that exists. It is, whew, it's, it's like a stock art picture of some trees with just an enormous PNG of the dragon on top of it. And then a very, very tiny silhouette of Bowen on a horse. And like, this is almost as good, except it makes the dragon look like he's 
600 feet tall. Yeah. And it's very seductive. He's, yeah. he's like sitting on the ground by a campfire that's like lighting the side of his face. <laughs> and he's like so like, he's just like looking down like softly. The problem Bowen. is this is a part of the, so the picture of the dragon <laughs> is like an actual scene from the movie. Yeah. And it's a scene from the movie where he's having like a tender moment with like Bowen and they've become friends and they're like having a moment with each other. But the picture of Bowen is like a silhouette of him on the battlefield on his horse. And I mean, it couldn't even not just be not be Bowen at all. This could yeah, just be it's some, just like, it, could, it is just like, like literally a silhouette of a knight. <laughs> no, dis- no descriptive. Like, it's like visually, at all. <laughs> visually it's good, but tonally it's like very, very off. <laughs> so speaking briefly of what the the other games, so they released this game along with with with. One for the Saturn, one for the PlayStation, one for the PC. There was just like and they were all different, and they were all they're the, all completely the one, different. The ones for those were like side-scrolling, like yeah, it was like a. They looked the PS one one especially. Yeah, anyone that says fire and steel, that's not yeah. this one. Yeah, yeah. It makes it very confusing to look up anything for this game too, because I just kept finding stuff for the other games, which was useless. But I couldn't find any modern day reviews for this game. But every review for every other remake of this game, garbage. People universally hated these games. Yeah. Now, it might have sounded like I was panning it a lot, like I was had a lot of bad things to say when I was covering the levels, but honestly, playing this game is so much fun. Like, I speedrun it and I have a great time with it, but playing this game blind, I earnestly think, is very fun. It's like playing a very early, like, modern-day RPG. You get to do all sorts of very interesting things. You have different ways to go about your solutions. It's just, like, the execution and, like, a lot of Game Boy games, that like, the, like, mechanics of actually doing, like, the fighting or whatever the main, like, part of it is, is just, like, not, just not super fun. Oh yeah, and it's like it 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 doesn't really hold your hand or anything. You just kind of no. wander around yeah. the whole time. If you if you don't look anything up about this game or like a guide or anything, you just wander around in every level, and eventually you finish the level. It just wants you to wander. I'm pretty sure I watched <laughs> yeah. I watched Mel play something blind, and it's it's a game. If you don't have any information, it's rough. It's a little rough, but so we're gonna take a short break now. Um, I think I think instead of making you guys suffer through the exact same song seven times, I'm gonna get some of that some of the trailer audio from this movie so you guys can get like a real real sense of like how you're supposed to feel when you're playing this game. And then when we'll be back, we're gonna be covering the many sequels and prequels that exist for this movie. Cause oh yes, this is this isn't there's not just a sequel. It's not just a trilogy. There are four other movies in this genre, the la- or in this series. The last one that came out was in 2020. So, fingers crossed for the next one, too. We'll be right back. One thousand years ago, there lived a man of honor and a creature of legend. seen him slay almost two dragons. I haven't had this sort of challenge in some time. Not likely to again. They were two sworn enemies. How do you like the right so far? I will rid the world of every last one of you. I am the last one. If you win, you'll be out of work. Who formed an extraordinary alliance. I hope you like it well done. 
This knight is no dragon slayer. We made a bargain, remember? One dragon put down one bag of gold. Well done, Bogan. That's even bigger than the last one. Actually, he's about the same size. This time, I'll collect the money, and you can die. But when the forces of evil threaten the land... And when your kingdom minded, there are worse fates than death. Brother! They found there is no honor. Men like you give people courage and hope. Without risk. I wanted a life! And no friendship. For I to die, you must destroy me. Without sacrifice. I go to save the dragon! Who will go with me? Pictures presents a motion picture that will make you believe. Dragonheart. And welcome back, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that uh, the trailer. Uh, much, much better than the same song over and over again, I'm sure. Sean Connery is so good in that role. I forgot how good he sounds as that damn dragon. Yeah, he's, yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. I, My favorite thing is that, like, Sean Connery, perfect. Couldn't have picked a better role. Dennis, Dennis Quaid, love him to death. Love him to death. That man was the last pick for the position of Bowen. Hold on, I th- hold on, I have it written here. Um, after, so Liam Neeson was originally rejected for the role of Bowen. I forget why. There was some controversy around it or something, I forget. But numerous other actors were considered for the part. Gabriel Gabriel Byrne, Pierce Brosnan, Tom, Tom Hanks, Kevin Bacon, Harrison Ford, Mel Gibson, Arnold Schwarzenegger. The director wanted Patrick Swayze more than anybody else, but it landed on the uh, our wonderful, talented Dennis Quaid. But so now back 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 to That's back crazy. to what we're doing. Instead of whatever this section is normally supposed to be, we're just going to talk about all of the sequels and prequels to this movie because it gets it gets very complicated. So this this movie came out, The Dragonheart came out in theaters, and then it was followed by a series of straight to VHS, straight to DVD, straight to I'm sure the most recent one was on Netflix or something, <laughs> yeah. some service like that, straight to something. <laughs> never never to see theaters again, but honestly all, all worth watching, despite being ostensibly the same movie. So, there's only one... So, the, the first movie takes place. There's only one sequel, which is the next movie, which was... It came out in the year 2000, four years later. People were clamoring for a sequel. We got Dragonheart, A New Beginning. Yeah, so, I mean, so this one comes out four years after. And it's, like, kind of the same movie. Like, it has the same kind of feeling that the first movie does, where it's, like... It's like uh it's like an action comedy and it's like quippy. The main it, character is the like the, the main character who who uh takes the place of Bowen is is the older brother from Malcolm in the Middle who wants to be a knight uh or something but he 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 like can't or whatever so he uh he finds a, a dragon and raises it from an egg and the, together they fight some other dragon it's it's like I don't know. I, I always forget what happens in this movie and a lot of the other ones too because they all just kind of are the same, same story over again. The problem but... with this movie is that it takes place pretty much entirely in a like single courtyard of this one castle. Yeah. They almost never leave. They constantly retor- return there and like yeah. every scene feels exactly the same. 
So it's just sort of a series of things happening. But, like, we get, we get two dragons in this one at least. So, so there's, like, a baby dragon that comes back from, I don't know, it was born of the constellation or something. Dragons are complicated in this universe. But we have the, we have the older brother from Malcolm Middle who is ostensibly the same character. Yeah, he's yeah. just like I'm a knight. He's not a knight yet, but he wants to be. But he's like, I love the old code. I love this dragon. They become best friends. It's still pretty goofy. They fight the big bad guy at the end, but it just turns out to also be a dragon. Yeah, classic Dragonheart movie. What you would expect. And then there's a really big break, and there's uh, it. I mean, it it isn't even like connected. I don't think like these are just more stories about dragons. And the, the third one comes out in 2015. Somebody called... must have bought the property. Like, I don't know oh, if yeah. they must have, like, shuffled hands a hundred times or something, but this this property lay dormant for 15 years. And, and it's, I mean, this kind of stuff happens with lots of, like, old, like, old uh, movie series. Like, the same thing happened with Planet of the Apes, where it's mm-hmm. like, they had their movies. Yeah. And then in, like, the mid-2010s, they were like, we're gonna make another one. And yeah, it's gonna be, like, like got it. different. And, and, like, look different and stuff like that. We've and this got was, the technology now. This was... Ex- that it's 2015. Yeah, this is exactly the same, where the movies aren't comedy anymore. They're, like, gritty and dark and try to oh, be, like, yeah. serious. This one came back, like, it's even, like, it's one of the greatest movies you've ever seen. All of them, one. yeah, all of them feel like really just drab and like dark blues and grays and dark browns and mm-hmm, stuff like mm-hmm. that. And it, so it's it's Dragonheart three: The Sorcerer's Curse, which came out in twenty fifteen, and it's like constantly foggy in this movie. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> so all these uh, movies are like a prequel uh, to the original Dragonheart. This one takes place in England, and a meteor falls. Uh, in the forest, which is a dragon, uh, the meteor is a dragon, and this random uh, kid named Gareth finds it, and he raises the eggs, like protects the dragon eggs, and as a reward for that, he gets half of a dragon heart and is now immortal. But then the eggs get stolen, and they gotta go fight the people who stole the eggs, and yeah, this is the one I remember the least of out of like the the uh, other one, the the fourth Dragonheart movie, but yeah, this one. When I was watching these, when we were watching these, the thing is, we didn't have the 15-year gap between when we were watching them, because we were just watching them, like, once a weekend. Yeah. So we watched this one, and it's, like, tonally shifted. Yeah. I kept waiting for it to get goofy, and, like, it just never did. So, like, I don't know why. I don't know what made them to do this decision, because there was the original Dragonheart, and the next one was a sequel. It took place 20 years later. It was pretty much a direct sequel. And now this third one starts, and they're like, it's hundreds of years ago. It's like the past like you don't even know. The dragons you knew before, forget it. This is the gritty new dragon world of 200 years ago. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, this dragon falls out of the sky. That dragon pops out of it along with nine eggs. You thought, you thought there weren't enough dragons in the previous movies? Well, here we go. We got ten of them here. But the, the problem is... The one dragon comes out, he immediately gets hurt in the fight of, like, trying... Because a meteor falls, and he's like, oh, what's this? And so he immediately gets hurt, because all the druids who, for whatever reason, are their enemies in this movie, also run up to them and start attacking them. Um, so the entire movie just becomes, like... So yeah, as soon as, as soon as like, he finds the dragons, he gets swiped, and he gets, like, by one of their knives or throwing axes or whatever... 
And the dragon, who's known him for a total of eight seconds, has seen him, like, catch an egg, and that's all he's done, is like, I'm ready to give you half my heart. All the other movies were, like, about how it was, like, this huge decision for a dragon to do this. Because, like, it's a very big thing in all these movies that if a dragon don't live their life right, they don't get to go to dragon heaven. Yeah. Which is a real place in space that they point out to constantly. It's just a constellation. But if you don't live, like, a great life, you don't get to do it. But this dragon doesn't care. Why it even came out of this meteor or where these eggs came from, doesn't matter. Never explained. The dragon likes this kid. Here's a half a heart. But then the entire movie just becomes the, like... They're like, whoa, fumble, I almost dropped the egg. Oh, the the egg almost got hurt. Oh, no, the egg is rolling down the stairs. And the entire movie is just that. And then I think they hatch at the end. I don't remember. They fight a bunch of druids. I remember at one point, like, a bunch of the eggs, like, do, like, break. They're, like, they're just gone. They don't even save them all in the end. Yeah. But anyway, that's where some of the dragons came from, I guess. Yeah, so, so they have that in 2015, and then in 2017, they decide to make another one for whatever reason, called Dragonheart Battle for the Heartfire. Battle for the Heartfire. And, and it takes place after the last one. and So yeah, the, after the, the prequel, but still before the regular movie. Yeah, yeah, so, the, so the, the character from last one, Gareth, who found the dragon meteor and, like, the eggs and raised yeah, them, yeah, yeah. His, his son... Decides he hates dragons. Yeah, I don't know if they ever explain why, but he's like, I hate him. I hate yeah. him so bad. Um, but his, somehow, he, he has, his wife has twins, and they're like part dragon. Yeah, like, they're born with like scales and stuff. Like the, the daughter, it's, it's a boy and a girl, and the daughter has uh, like this dragon, like scales on the side of her face. Yeah. And, and the, the son has like dragon scales on his back. And, and the, the son is like super strong, and the girl can like, do fire Make magic fire. stuff. That's their dra- um, individual dragon powers. Uh, and there's a dragon in this movie that's bonded to them. It's the s- same dragon as the last movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, like, disappeared for a while, and then was, like, one day it was like, oh, I sense I'm bonded to people. I'm coming back. Yeah, yeah. So so these kids have powers, and, and um, the, the, the girl is, like, she... she accidentally burns down a house so everyone's like oh my god she's a witch kill her we have to kill her and so she gets sent off and becomes a viking uh by her brother literally um, not not even like a like an exaggeration or a rough description on our point they her brother is like i'm gonna push you off on a boat because that's the way to keep you safe and she just lands with the vikings and becomes a viking yeah yeah and and so that the movie is like them meeting and like yeah he becomes kings he becomes king she becomes queen of the vikings and then they fight yeah yeah um and then after that three years later in 2020 of all years 2020 they decide this is what the world needs they're gonna make a dragon heart movie again the fifth the fifth the fifth one dragon heart vengeance vengeance and i i love what all we watched is a trailer and we haven't seen this we one. We haven't yet. seen this one. Um, I don't know where I would see it. But brace yourselves. <laughs> um, I mean, if you really like dragon movies, maybe you should watch it. But in the trailer, the only thing that was of note was that the dragon in it is a girl, and, and they like, make a joke about how it's a girl dragon this time. It's like that's like literally <laughs> it. He, he's like, I need. It just like shows us shows this guy, and he's like, I need help. And then someone goes, the dragons give help. 
And then he goes to an ice-filled cave. You know it's a girl dragon because she breathes ice she instead breathes of fire. She breathes ice instead of this fire. Is an ice one. Yeah. And then <laughs> she's like, hello. And then he's like, oh my god, you're a girl. You're a girl. Dragon. And then girl dragon. it just cuts to a bunch of ice being breathed. Yeah. I'm still, I'm going to still watch it, don't get me wrong. I mean, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's just... It's you another, never know. It's another Dragon movie. I mean, they can't even be called Dragonheart anymore. I feel like Dragonheart was just the first one, and these are all just awful. I need, like I need to dragon know. Movies. I need to know under what circumstance they have fabricated that these two become bonded. Something <laughs> happens that this guy needs a heart, I guess, and I need to see this happen. The only reason I love these movies so much is because when I was a kid, I have a vivid memory of watching the first one and the scene where he like takes out his heart and yeah. gives it is just like so well done it like live with me forever all right <laughs> like, so what you you listeners you listen go watch this movie tell tell us what you think you let me know and then we'll decide we'll give you an update next time what everybody thinks tell us what your favorite dragon is yeah watch all of the <laughs> your homework is to watch all five dragon heart movies and then tell me which of all of the dragons is your favorite <laughs> And so, with that, the regular scripted outro that I'm always producing and only half paying attention to every time I'm editing it. Um, there's me. This is my beautiful co-host, Petra. Hi. Hi. me. <laughs> um, <laughs> and thank you to Mo and EBC for letting me steal this week's episode. Finally. Um, Finally. We finally had to actually do it. We've done it now. No, yeah. we can never do it again. They've, only, they've already recorded more Mania, so the only thing they can come after me for now is Zooblock, maybe? <laughs> cave Noir. <laughs> the inevitable Cave Noir episode. I don't know how you could make a whole episode about Zooblock. Oh, I'll make an episode about Zooblock. I'll see you guys <laughs> on a future light for Zooblock. Just you wait. Um, <laughs> we have a Patreon that I'm supposed to tell you about. I'm pretty... The shirts, so this is the thing, every time I'm doing this episode, every time I'm doing the uh, episodes and I'm listening to the outro and I hear them mention the, the products, the, the merch, these shirts, I've bought a lot of shirts online in my life. Hands down, the nicest online shirts I've ever had delivered to me is this Tigby shirt. I don't know, I don't know, it's just so, I don't know where it came from. It's very yeah, soft. If you ever need, yeah, it feels, the fabric, great, fantastic. No scratchy tag, no nothing. Yeah. But the, like, print on it, this, like, huge print you would expect to crack and, like, break really quickly, no, like, on everything. It's perfect. It's amazing. We've yeah. washed it plenty of times. It feels great. Big recommend. Even if you're just looking to make your own merch, I recommend whatever, whatever people we used for this. It was great. Yeah. Um, but if you go to, if you go to, uh... Do we have, what is our, is this our website? This is live, everybody. This is name more. What is it? No, it's tigby.something. No, or no, it's, that is, works. Yeah, this is gameboy.com. You can go there. Yeah, it'll okay. redirect you to the GB runners. Go here. It'll bring you to all the things I'm supposed to be telling you about, and then I can pretend that I've done my job. Yeah. Um, perfect. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, next episode, you're going to be hearing whatever the next light is. I don't know what it's going to be. I forget. Hold on. I can actually find this out, too. Live again. The next light is gonna be... Join the Discord, everybody, and you'll be able to know yourselves. You won't have to wait for me to tell you about it. Oh, Parasol Henby. This is gonna be great. I'm oh, looking forward to this one, too, now. sucks. No, it's so good. That Parasol Henby's really good. Sucks. Don't listen to people who badmouth it. I'm telling well, you. Maybe a few levels are good, but that game overall sucks. 
<laughs> and the next full episode we'll have will be Metroid, so we'll see you there. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. On this episode. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Keep that in. It's a perfect start. Just get your chair. Right the chair right the, the moment as I hit record. Couldn't ask for a better co host. Oh my god. Beautiful. <laughs>